Hey everyone, welcome back to the Only the Resurrection podcast. This is Noah, and today we're going to be talking about how do we know that the New Testament is historically accurate? Now since we don't have the original Bibles, the original copies of the Bible written down by the eyewitnesses, how do we know then that the Bibles we have today in our hands is exactly what was originally written down? How do we know it has been reliably passed down to us? And so as Christians, and for me as well, I think it's really important that we know the evidence for why the Bible is historically true. Not just so that we can confirm it, while that is huge, but that we can share this evidence with our friends, with our non-Christian friends, or telling other Christians about it. But most importantly, I think if I, th- I think it's really important that if the Bible is historically accurate, then if we just look at what the New Testament is saying, it is an eyewitness account of Jesus' resurrection. It's testifying that the Almighty God came down to this world and He died for our sins and rose again. So again, the question is, how do we know that the New Testament is historically accurate? And if it really is accurate, then we can truly believe in Jesus as our Lord and our God, just as, just as it says in John twenty thirty one. But these are written that you may believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that by believing you may have life in His name. So historians use a test called the bibliographical test, which is an examination of the textual transmission by which ancient documents reach us from the past. So we, they use this test to answer the question, how we know that the New Testament is reliable. And note that this test isn't just used for the New Testament, but it's also used for just any ancient work, any ancient document. So they ask questions like, how reliable are the copies? How many manuscripts have survived? And how consistent are they? And finally, what is the time interval between the original and the existing copies? And so if we just look at one ancient work by Aristotle, the philosopher, he wrote his book, The Poetics, around 343 BC. And the earliest copy is found, is, was founded around 1100 AD, as in it was dated back to 1100 AD. So the time gap between the original and the earliest copy is 1,500 years. That's a long time. It's a long period of time where we're not sure if things may have been added in or taken out because the time period is too long. And more than that, we only have 49 copies. And so there's not a lot of evidence. There's not too much evidence for us to know if this is historically true because, again, the time gap is 1,500 years and we only have around 49 copies. Another example is Plato, the philosopher. He wrote around 428 BC, and the earliest copy we have for him is 900 AD. That's a gap of around 1,300 years, and we only have seven copies of his works. Again, the evidence isn't that powerful, but historians still consider Plato and Aristotle as historically accurate. Even if it's been a gap of more than a thousand years, and less than 50 copies, they still think it's historically accurate. They still trust it. 
So if we compare those two to the New Testament, the original copy of the New Testament was written around 90 AD. And the earliest copy we have is 125 AD. That's a gap of almost 30 years. Historically, that's very fast. That's a newsflash, considering that they didn't have the technology we have. And the number of copies? We have more than 24,000. So if we compare the New Testament to other works of ancient documents, the New Testament overpasses it all. It surpasses all of them in evidence. If historians will trust in works like Plato and Aristotle, we cannot but trust the New Testament with great confidence and assurance knowing that this is historically accurate. As one famous scholar concludes, Dr. Craig Blomberg, who, who's a professor at Denver Seminary, he says, The New Testament has been preserved in far greater number and with much more care than any other ancient documents. And he says, 97-99% through 99% of the New Testament can be reconstructed beyond any reasonable doubt. Again, 97-99% through 99% of the New Testament can be reconstructed beyond any reasonable doubt. We can have confidence that the Bibles we have today in our hands that we're reading is exactly what was written down 2,000 years ago. So again, if you look at that, this is not just a history book, but it is an eyewitness account of Jesus' resurrection. It's testifying to the fact that the Almighty God came down to this world. He died for our sins and He rose again. It's the most important thing that ever happened in history. And so the important thing is that this evidence for the Bible does not prove that Jesus is God. But it's just one of the first steps of showing about who Jesus is. If the Bible is really historically true, then obviously we need to be looking at it. We need to be reading it and thinking about who is this Jesus recorded in the New Testament this man who claimed to be God, who did many miracles, and he died on the cross and rose again. This Jesus in the New Testament, is he really God? It's all confirmed through his resurrection. So while this evidence for the Bible is not proof that Christianity is true, it's, really, it's just one of those factors and it's really important in supporting the evidence for the resurrection and also for Christianity. So again, how we know that the Bible, the New Testament, is historically accurate is because it's very early. The, the date between, the time between the original copy and the earliest copy we have is very short. So we can know that nothing was added in. No legendary things were added in. And also, we have more than 24,000 manuscripts, the most manuscripts of any ancient document. So by cross-checking them, we can know that we can know what the original is saying. And because of that, we can have assurance and that these eyewitness accounts are reliable. And so we can read the Bible with confidence, knowing that it is true. And also reading the Bible, meeting Jesus, who died for our sins and rose again. So thank you so much for listening, and please stay in tune for more from the Only the Resurrection podcast. 
Thank you.